Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. All right. I want you to say with me tonight, and like I said, we're just gonna I'm just gonna teach for just a few moments because I want to release word in here, I want to release truth. And then we're going to pray and have impartation. But I want you to say with me tonight, healing is for today. When everybody say it, say it again, healing's for today. And you know, a lot of people read, a lot of churches, a lot of teachers teach and see the scripture when it talks about healing and they say, well, that's, that's just spiritual. But I want you to know, I believe... According to the Word of God and according to what Jesus taught and did and said and the apostles did and said, that that's physical healing, not just spiritual healing. So once again, everybody say healing's for today. Amen. You know, according to Hebrews chapter 13, God has not changed. What's it say? Jesus Christ, the same. What he did, he still does. Now, our willingness, listen, to pursue these things is just as important, not just for ourselves, but for the lives of people that are around us. You will have opportunity to minister to people, especially in the area of physical needs. Amen? Amen. It's it's an ongoing thing. So, what I'm saying tonight is we need to believe, we need to pray, and we need to step out in faith for what God has provided through Jesus. Now, let me, everybody listen up here just a minute. Let's make this, let's get it real right down to where we live. As God challenged me the end of last year and moving into this year, boy, just to, some things in my own life to, to, to do and some things corporately for us to do. One of the things I have come in, in, into a realization of is this. And I find it in my own life and I have to actively resist it. And that is this. When something goes wrong, when something happens physical or in any area, but especially physically, our first response is not necessarily to pray and believe. It usually, can we get real? It's usually our last resort. After we've done everything else, and then all of a sudden, we think, you know, I ought to pray and believe and trust God about this. Prayer and faith should be our first response, not our last resort. Amen. And I'm preaching to me too. I'm preaching to me tonight. I have to deal with everything that you deal with. We need to pray. We need to believe. We need to step out in faith for what God has provided in Jesus. 
All healing needs to be approached with this understanding that God is all powerful and he is good and he desires healing and wholeness for his people. That is God's will. Can I get an amen? amen? Psalm 103, we all know it. It says this, who forgives all your iniquities. How many of you believe that when you were born again, that Jesus forgave all your iniquities on that cross, all of our iniquities, our sins were forgiven who forgives all our iniquities. Well, if I believe that, what about that next part? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction and who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. So what I'm saying tonight is this. If the gospel is to be understood in its full work, it must include... Not only healing for the soul, but healing for the body as well. The scripture presents presents Jesus not only as a savior, but also as a healer. Isaiah 53. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. That's our, bended, our, our, our tendency to go in certain directions, even if we're born with them. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes, we were. It's a done deal. He took care of it. So it matters to God. Matthew 9, 35 says this, and we're laying scriptural foundation because this is something that we have to deal with in our lives. Because I know in, in churches and in religious teaching and religious circles, it becomes a, a tendency to try to explain away the miracles. Some people believe that God doesn't do that anymore. But I'm telling you, the days of miracles and signs and wonders is not past. It is not over. But in the life of Jesus, Jesus went about, Matthew 9, 35, all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Every one of them. And of course, one of the old, even in the Old Covenant, one of the Old Covenant, Old Testament compound names for Jehovah is Jehovah Rapha. The Lord our, the Lord our healer. Now, healing and gift-based ministry are part of the biblical fabric. Listen. Healing and gift-based ministry should be a normal part of the fabric of a New Testament church. And it should be a part of of, of every believer's daily walk with the Lord. 
Healings have not ceased. God has not changed. He still saves. He still delivers. He still sets free. He still heals. It is his will. So, we have settled in our heart that we will be contending for the supernatural healing power of God to be present in our lives, our ministry, our church, our home, and our world. Can I get an amen? Amen. Jude verse 3 says this, Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once delivered, once for all delivered to the saints. How many of you ready to do some earnest contending? That is something God has just shocked me with, challenged me with, is that this year I am to contend for everything Jesus made available. Everything. We're going to contend for it. We're going to believe for it. Prayer is not going to be my last resort, Hermenia. It's going to be my first response. So it is God's will to heal. Now, God heals in different ways. Sometimes Jesus would kneel down and spit in the mud. I probably won't do that tonight unless God tells me to. Somebody don't, don't start running out the door. Make spittle out of it and put it in their eyes. Sometimes he would do it through the laying on of hands. Sometimes he just sent the word. So God heals in different ways. Sometimes it's instant. I'm believing you'll see more of that. Other times, it would be, I see men as trees walking. It was a process. One of the reasons I think that they contended so earnestly for these things in the New Covenant was, and don't get me wrong, I am, we got doctors here tonight. I'm so blessed and so grateful for doctors and for what we have available to us in this country. But they couldn't run down to the urgent care. Hey, y'all here tonight? I'm just saying, they, they, listen. And I thank God for it. Don't get me wrong. God can use any, way, any means he wants to to get us well. I've walked in the hospital room and spoken life in Jesus' name over y'all. See, I've seen God do that and raise you up. There's somebody, there's some, can y'all testify to me and not wave at me if God's raised you up? I'm telling you, they're all over this room. You know it's true. But I do know this. It is God's will to heal. And healing is for today. And of course, I know the thing, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room that everybody, you know, well, I, we prayed for so-and-so and they didn't get healed, they died. What happened? I don't know. But that does not change it does not change the truth of the word of God and it does not change the fact that God has given us faith to every man has given the measure of faith. It does not change the fact that we are supposed to be contending 
for the good things of God, which include our healing and our health. Glory be to God. Now let's, let's read some scriptures and then we're going to pray. I feel like God's given me some specific things to pray over tonight. And I am believing that we're going to see more signs, wonders, and miracles in this house this year than ever before. I said ever before. More testimonies. Exodus 15, 26. These are just some healing scriptures. If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on you which I have brought upon the Egyptians. Listen to this. For I am the Lord who heals you. Jeremiah thirty seventeen. For I will restore health to you. Boy, I'm grabbing that one. That's mine. Who else wants it with me? I will restore health to you. Father, I'm believing, believing for kidney function to be restored. God's the God of the impossible. He's the God who can do it. He's the God who gives us testimonies of his grace and of his healing and of his restoration in our lives to where we wouldn't even need that anymore that we've been having to have. That's what I'm believing for, for this year, for for Miss Bonnie and for others in this house, that our God is a restoring God, a healing God. Restore health. Yeah. For something to be restored, it means we've had to go through something that we've lost it. But God says, I'll I'll restore it. We don't get under condemnation. We don't feel guilty and bad. But we use our faith to stand, to believe, to trust God. And I'll tell you this, to get in the devil's face and tell the devil he is a liar. Susan and I were fellowshipping on the way up here tonight and she, she was telling me and I'm, well, I'm glad she mentioned it because this is something that I think we need to be aware of. There are, there's some sickness that is a result of natural things. Breaking natural laws. You break, you break the law of gravity. I go out and jump off the top of this building and unless God gave me a supernatural word for some particular reason, I'm in trouble. There'll be results that go with that. But Now, and people, churches are getting more away from this. They don't want to talk about it, but I'm telling you it's the truth. You better hear me. There are times that sickness, disease is the result of an evil spirit, an attack of an evil spirit sent from the enemy on assignment to try to stop the plan of God in your life. It's demonic. Didn't say all the time. It doesn't mean you're not a good person. Doesn't mean you're not a spirit-filled believer that's walking with God. But I'm just telling you, there'll be times when the Holy Spirit will give witness to your heart to tell you this is an evil spirit. Take authority over it. Cast it out. Command it to leave and get out in Jesus' name. That is normal New Testament Christianity. And so there's, there's a lot of avenues and venues that we need to explore. But he says, I will restore health unto you. Watch this. And I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. That's Jeremiah 30, verse 17. Jeremiah 33, 6. Behold, I will bring health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. 
Jeremiah 33, verse 6. Malachi 4, 2. But to you who fears my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. I'm telling you, we're releasing God to rise in our lives with healing in his wings. Not only that, but it says, and you'll go out and grow like stall-fed calves. Somebody say, I'm ready to be fat and flourishing in the house. (laughs) Boy, I'm telling you, that's what I'm talking about. It says, they shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Fit and flourishing. Healthy. Healthy and flourishing. And I know I've heard people say, well, you got to die something. Well, let me tell you what I, I believe the Lord showed, showed me about that. You just let, when it's time to go, you just lay down, close your eyes, go to sleep and wake up in heaven. It doesn't mean you're, your health has to get worse and 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 worse until finally, listen, you just do, do like Moses and some of them. They said he, he, he went to sleep and slept with his fathers and they buried him. Glory be to God at a ripe old age, a good old age. Hallelujah. Some of y'all claiming that hundred. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Why not? Amen. Go for it. I'm going to tell you something. When you come around here, you're going to get agreement that the good things of God are going to be released in your life. Nobody's going to look at you like you're crazy when you start saying, I'm believing in this house. We're going to say yes and amen, brother and sister. Psalm 107, he sent his word and healed them. There were times Jesus laid hands, the apostles laid hands. There were times when a, a man that, that, that understood authority like no one else came to Jesus and said, look, I tell you what, I understand how this works. You don't even have to go. Just speak the word, just send the word and it'll happen. Numbers of ways to get healed and numbers of ways to release healing. We've already quoted Isaiah 53. And you know, there's one that I want to close with out of Ezekiel. And it says, and it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the river goes, (laughs) wherever the river goes, wherever the presence goes, Wherever God's glory manifests, wherever that river flows, it says everywhere that river flows, everything it touches will live. I'm telling you, we are seeing the river of God, the presence of God, the glory of God, Deborah, released in this house like never before. Therefore, I am fully expecting and believing that everything that is touched by the river and the presence of God will be restored, healed, raised up, and made better than new. That's the kind of God we serve. Amen? Well, how many of you believe that God's a healer? How many of you are ready to start contending for some things? Now, how many of you would be honest enough, and I'm putting myself up here in front of you and saying right now that I have allowed myself at times 
to stop contending for what I know God provided for me. And I'm ready to move. I'm ready to stop. I'm not going to do that anymore. To where I just accept things without really thinking about it, without really asking God about it, without really earnestly contending for what I know He wants me to have and He wants you to have. We sang tonight, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. My kids and my grandkids, I would give everything, anything to meet the need that they have in their life, especially in these areas. Well, if I can love like that, how much more can our Heavenly Father love us? Folks, let me tell you, it is time to rise up in the Spirit and to allow the river of God to fully engulf, flow, move, touch, and restore. Thanks again for listening to Life Church of Mobile's podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at lifechurchmobile.com.